BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even the lefties agree it's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. What a you know, weird... speaking of which, um, I was uh, playing golf, and uh, uh, this friend of mine, I, I had no idea of his politics, and I don't really care, but it turns out he's not only a lefty, but hates Trump with an enthusiasm that would be difficult to properly describe. <laughs> Love those people. And, and, and when that uh, came out, it, uh, it it made things a little uncomfortable. Not really? that I'm a huge fan or anything, so, but, but so, I mean, but, he was like seriously, seriously fired up and, well, seriously serious. Well, it depends on how you're built. If I'm, am I, if I'm in a group of people, and I don't know their political leanings, and somebody is like really really animated one way or the other about a political issue it makes me incredibly uncomfortable even if i a hundred percent agree with them even if i could say the same thing myself it just makes me like oh dude or ma'am really i don't know come on you're making some people here what are we we doing i agree with you completely in this case it was just the two of us and it was it was quite restrained um did he know you passion but does he know where you are on this i think he has an idea um, but but so anytime you do that around somebody else, you're either saying, would you like to debate me? And I've already made it clear I'm going to come hard. Or would you like to just keep this like civil and friendly? Well, the latter. I don't want to debate you and you're going to come really hard and be strident and I got to push back to make this worth it. I mean, I just I'm not in the mood. People like yeah. that are asking for an argument. Yeah, exactly. So did you debate him or? Uh... No, that's not the way it came off at all. Take off your shirt. 
take off your shoes. Two of you are describing something that didn't happen, but uh, I agree with you as you described it. Undo your belt, and you put them up, and you're asshole. I'd have lost that badly. And today is Abe Lincoln's birthday. It's a perfect uh, day to mention settling an argument with wrestling. I was going to reference that earlier as bitter disappointment uh, to me when I realized that I was born on February the 11th. And if my mom had only held out one more day, I could have shared a birthday with the great Abram Lincoln. Selfishness on her part. Because that would have been instead, I'm with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a difference. And not Lincoln, Michael. Speaking mm. of which, uh, I did the. Uh, I should have mentioned this on the radio show. Did the uh, uh, Warner Brothers studio tour in Los Angeles uh, over the weekend, and uh, sat on the friend's couch at Central Perk and in front of the <gasps> fountain, and tweeted out the pictures of it. it was which cool. I was, I was blown away by how many people didn't get your tweet with your photo. Right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There were people from all over the world. On that tour that were there almost entirely for the friend stuff. I mean, people wow. from all kinds of different countries didn't speak English. The only reason they were there clearly was anything related to friends. Because huh. they, 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 everything that was friends related, they bought, they took pictures next to, they giggled about. It was just a, the, the friends thing is a worldwide phenomenon, no doubt about it. Yeah, my son was with me. It meant nothing to him. He's never said an episode of Friends. He didn't care. That's the way all this stuff was. They'd mention all kinds of shows. And this is where we uh, shot the opening scene of Gilmore Girls. And some people would go, ooh. And I'd go, I don't even know what that is. Uh, but, you know, that's one of the problems with that kind of a thing. Yeah, there you are on the couch. That's a good shot. Exactly. With that clap, clap, clap. <clears throat> yeah, I heard yeah, the yeah. song in my head and everybody's going, what, is, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. I wanted mm-hmm. to jump in the fountain and float around like Ross. But they, they told you you couldn't do that. Don't get in the fountain, they said. Frowned upon. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. 
This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Bill, so I started this thing with uh, even lefties agree. This is Bill Maher on Friday night and on Friday night uh, on HBO. Things were still fresh with the whole Joe Biden's lost his marbles press conference that went awry thing. And here's Bill Maher. I haven't heard this yet. Biden's brain. Uh, Well, a bunch of things happened this week. First of all, he's not doing the traditional for the president to do the Super Bowl interview. And people are saying, why can't he even do the Super Bowl interview? It's not a tough... We're not asking him to go on Dancing with the Stars. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joe is not helping his own cause. He, in one week, first he mixed up <laughs> French President Macron with former President Mitterrand, who died in 1996. <laughs> Then he mixed up Angela Merkel, the former Chancellor of Germany, with the late Helmut Kohl, Chancellor of Germany. <laughs> and he said, this is all a big nothing. I just want to watch the Super Bowl and enjoy the halftime show with Toby Keith. <laughs> so, wow. That's pretty good. You know, he, he clearly is taking the angle I was taking last week, because a, a lot of the pushback from the left was, Trump does that too. Okay. That is a good argument. If all we're discussing is, should Trump or Biden be president? But if we're discussing who the current president is and whether or not they're capable of having the job, then your argument doesn't make any difference whatsoever. If your argument is there are other people in the world that are also senile, that does not help our current situation. Uh, Nope. More Bill Maher? Joe Biden had a press conference, kind of impromptu press conference yesterday. Uh, didn't start off well. He walked in and said, why did I come in here again? (laughs) (laughs) And then in the middle of explaining that he's perfectly fine and he doesn't mix things up, he mixed up who the president of Egypt is, Al-Sisi, and said he was the president of Mexico. (laughs) We knew he was old when we elected him, all right? It's, 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 Joe, he's, he's like that goldfish you get at the fair. Don't get attached. <laughs> in his defense, I've been to Mexico, and there are pyramids in Mexico. True. So it's easy to get in camels, lots of camels. <laughs> I've, I've uh, climbed to the top of the pyramids in Mexico. Um, uh, uh, that's a camel. 
Um, the crowd cackling loudly at those jokes. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if the people who are defending Biden are uh, they're akin to the Twitter left that runs way too much. They're a very, very small group with an outsized voice because it's difficult to picture anybody seeing and hearing the way he's been the last six months, especially and saying anything other than, wow, this is a problem. No, the pushback is uh, the Speaker of the House said Iran when he meant Israel the other day. Okay, again. Mm, I've been listening, watching Mar for a long time, and usually, you know, they're the groans of disapproval and, oh, come on. But no, everybody was just laughing. Yeah, he's a senile old bastard, isn't he? <laughs> so apparently they got into the conversation of if not Joe, who and whether Gavin Newsom should be the choice. I know Half you're the friends with Newsom. Yeah. We I, live here, right? Oh, we yes. live in California. In Oakland, they have Kaiser Hospital. The hospital put out a notice last week. Employees are not to leave for lunch. It's too dangerous. Right. In downtown that's Oakland, that. that's on him. Our homeless problem, I don't want to hear that the homeless problem is intractable. You want to be CEO? It's your problem. It's your death. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I know you like him, but I just think I, oh. I can't imagine him being, having the gall to, to run to lead this country when he's run this state into the ground. When we just had Governor Brown not that long ago, Oakland was safe. Things were going on. It's it's not good. He looks very shiny, um, but he's not a straight shooter, and he, he's not willing to do the hard things to make this state better, and that's his only job. He doesn't realize that. He thinks it's to go sing Kumbaya with a former Marvelette at New College of Florida to make some vague point. Meanwhile, back in our state, people are dying. I got to read more of Caitlin Flanagan. She's uh, smart. I do not know her, but, but, but what she said there about Governor Jerry Brown uh, tends to lead me to believe that she's uh, not a Republican. So, um, man, that's interesting. So if Gavin Newsom is going to get that kind of flack from uh, Democrats in California, no, no way. No way he can be the nominee. That would be a mistake. No, it's 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 too easy to hang him with his own record. I think he's good at deflecting it, as we've discussed. But it's just it's too much. It's just mountainous. Is the effects of his uh, his governorship? Man, if you take him off the table, who do you get to though? That's the argument that a lot of pundits have been saying. Look, you can talk about re- getting rid of Joe Biden and replacing him with who? How would that work? And it's almost got to be somebody that everybody agrees on. Do you think if somebody tried to make Gavin Newsom the nominee that Kamala Harris isn't going to fight that or vice versa, that they're all just going to fall in line behind somebody? Not a chance. Well, no, no. But at the same time, with Gavi, uh, Gavi has crappy policies, but his brain works. Biden has crappy policies, and his brain doesn't work. So, yeah, I think Gavi would be an upgrade. Right, but the process, again, what's the process? There is no process. He has to, I was actually just reading about this. It's completely 100% certain that barring an invocation of the 25th Amendment, Biden has to willingly step aside. Otherwise, there's no way to do it. And the only way we think that would happen is if his wife came to him. He's not going to come to that conclusion on his own, it would seem, based on Thursday's press conference. Well, and if for some reason I keep reading that Dr. Jill, not a real doctor, um, <laughs> thinks he should run again. Wow. So she's out of her wow. mind, too? That's evil. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's evil. 
Yeah, this will end so badly. I mean, because he will crack up. There's no doubt. I still don't think he makes it through this term. But so so he will either have to resign next term or there will be some horrific crack up where he is forced to resign. And that's going to be his legacy. Yeah. The same guy who said, look, I'm just a bridge to the future of the Democratic Party. Now he wants to be the future. Won't end well. Well, Katie, you use the word evil. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's close to right. I mean, if uh, if my parents or spouse or whoever in that situation mentally, and I'm pushing them out, yeah, out ex- onto on the stage for mockery. That's exactly where my brain went. I pictured my dad, and th- there's no way, there's no way with the way that he's presenting himself now that he should be pushed to go any further. You're, yeah, it's not it's not the kind, loving thing to do. I'm going to set you up for mockery. Yeah. Historic mockery. It's an interesting discussion. At what point does negligence pass uh, uh, like a, a, well, a point um, where it becomes moral bankruptcy? I mean, it's not just, oh, I didn't think of that. I mean, once you pass a certain level of negligence, you're uh, evil. As Katie put it, of course, easier said than done. To be perfectly fair, you going to have that conversation with your dad, or I'm going to have my, this conversation with an imaginary spouse that would stay with me, um, <laughs> who's old, and I'm going to sit them down and say, "I know you want to be head of the Rotary Club and do the big function, but you can't." How? That's not an easy conversation to have. Mm-hmm. You're going to embarrass yourself, and people are going to laugh at you. I'm going, Ooh. Yeah. So, right? Easier said than done? Well, yeah, but you got to do it. I mean, being laughed at at the Rotary Club is different than courting nuclear holocaust. You, you, you set up some elaborate scheme where they think they're president, and you walk them into various rooms, and people stand up and play hell to the chief. And you, oh, just, you live out this ruse, and, ruse until they finally die of old age. You spent too much time on those sitcom sets. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a decent movie plot, though. Yeah. We've got to convince him that he's still president. (laughs) Shouldn't I be making a campaign speech? Oh, sir, we took care of that for you. We have your surrogates all over the country. I heard somebody talking about stepping down as president and and why he may have originally thought he was going to be a one-termer, but uh, they said, you don't walk out of a room or step off Marine One or ever everywhere you go and there's some Marine there saluting you as you walk out the door or in the door and like willingly give that up. I mean it's just it's just a, a the way it affects your brain and the way you look at yourself and the world and it's like the most you're the king of the world thing that could ever happen to anybody who walks away from that. Yes, Michael? Plus, he's always telling those stories that makes him seem tougher than he actually yeah. is. Yeah, he's got that whole thing he's going. He's got You're that right. going. Yeah. So finally, he has somebody saluting him, you know? Plus, Michael, when you're president, you can call down to the kitchen anytime and whip up whatever you're thinking of. Am I wrong? That's the best part. Oh, yeah. All Come the on. ice cream he can eat. I would have to go to the White House kitchen and say, look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you this like at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. I'm going to write it down. I want you to sign it. This is a notary public. When I order something at 1 a.m., don't make it. <laughs> like tonight, I'm going to call you and I'm going to say, look, I'm the president, damn it. 
I said I wanted a chocolate peanut butter milkshake. You get it here. It's your job. I won't fire you. I promise. It's in writing right here. Anything I order between the hours of like 6 p.m. and 3 a.m., ignore me. That's what I'd have to do. Hey, uh, let's see. Uh, the president again. Uh, you know those little pigs in blankets? <laughs> oh, with the little smokies? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, about a dozen of them. No, they get a dozen and a half. I mean, uh, they keep, right? Yeah, dozen and a half. All right, thanks. Here's what here's what you do. When I call in that order, you say, I'll have it for you in 10 minutes. I'll forget about it. I'll fall asleep. Just don't make it. Uh, this is the president again. Uh, <laughs> do you have any, uh, any chocolate pudding in the fridge? <laughs> no? Well, how, how long would it take to make? Oh, that's, no, that's fine. That's great. Thanks. Do you keep uh, do you keep licorice around those red vines? You got any of those? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh great! Now I'm craving pudding. Well, hey, it's the president again. You know, <laughs> you know those fries I asked you for. What are your chances getting some gravy on those? Some nice gravy fries. Yeah, ten minutes is fine. Thanks. Yeah, great. Oh my god. Well, I guess that's it. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. who's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.